0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff on Censor. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton and Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. A lot of crazy headlines. I'm just going to jam it down your throat. You're welcome in advance. My dog, though, right before I come down to the DeHuff Studios... He comes over to me like he needs something. And I'm thinking, oh, he just wants to hang out with me down in the studio as I do the show. No, that's not it. Because I was like, come on down. And he's like, no, no, motherfucker. I ain't going downstairs. You need to fix this. And I'm sitting there going like, what's up? What does he need? Then I take a closer look. And I think that he has slobber on the bridge of his nose. But it's not. It's not. Take a little closer of a look, and I realize, oh, man, dude has a cat claw just embedded in the bridge of his nose. Now, I have a, like, 70 to 80-pound black lab, just a big dog, and just a cute, lovable dog, very protective of the family, yes, but with the family, super lovable, just a great dog. And he just (laughs) looks so sad, and he's like basically telling me, get it out, please. I can't, I can't do it. I ain't got no thumbs, daddy. I don't. So I pull it out and it was like in his freaking nose, like just embedded in there. So I rip, so I rip it out. No blood, but it was just, it was so sad. And then like, he just starts wiggling his whole body, like shaking, like uh, uh shaking his tail and stuff. It was sad, but it just goes to tell you, man cats even though he's like just so small in comparison to my dog that little cat like most cats they will not back down from anybody regardless of the size difference i'm like holy shit cat fucking don't mess with him that's why i always tell the kids it's like don't put your face near the cat because cats are fucking weird and they'll just snap and next thing you know they're clawing your face or you know clawing your arm or something because they're They don't want you near them or something weird. Cats are weird. Just remember that. And they're dangerous, as my dog knows. But anyway, you know what? Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) Dwayne Johnson is a thief. A thief? Well, he was a thief. He used to steal Snickers from a convenience store back in the day when he was a kid. Like we all do. We all do dumb things when we're a kid. So Dwayne Johnson realizing, gosh, I, I used to do this almost on a daily basis. He would go in there and steal Snicker bars from this place. So he decided to go back there and he bought all the Snickers in the store and to kind of just like, you know, I'm sorry, make amends. I I, I made some mistakes when I was a kid. So this is what's happening. I'm, I'm just going to buy them all. Now, what's funny is like, Dwayne, let's be honest. You probably s- stole more than what's in the store, but that's okay. <laughs> Here I am nitpicking your good deed. I get it. I like that he did that. It, 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 I, I think it's a good example for kids out there that have screwed up in their lives and made some mistakes, you know, depending on how small or big they are that you can turn things around in life and and get back on the right track. might be a hard turn to get back on the right track, but it's possible, okay? But it also got me thinking, maybe I should return to the Circle K in Broomfield off of Sheridan and, you know, kind of repay them because I used to go in there on a somewhat regular basis my friend more than i did but i think i need to go in there and, and just buy all the pornography that they have cuz i used to go in there and steal porn <laughs> cuz back in the day they had the the dirty magazines right next to all the regular magazines at least at this location it was it was bizarre i don't remember it that at any other Convenience stores, but maybe it was I. I thought they were usually behind the counter, but this place, for whatever reason, had them out, and they were like next to Sports Illustrated, next to like the Beckett Boys Life, <laughs> Boys Life, and then Hustler right next to each other. And it was funny. My buddy who, who lived only a few minutes from this place, I again, I was like, I was like, I don't even know how old I was, like ten, and I'd ride my bike over there. I lived a couple miles away. He lived only a few minutes. Back in the day, things were different. You could ride your bike at that age all over town, and and your parents just didn't really care. (laughs) But anyway, not in a bad way. It was just like, whatever. Just take care of yourself. Run if you need to run, or ride your bike fast if you need to ride your bike fast. Anyway, he used to go in there, and he at one time had a stack of dirty magazines that was taller than his bed. He had a bed that was not just the mattress on the floor. He, it was in a frame, a bed frame. So it stood off the ground. He had enough dirty magazines that was past the mattress. I'm like, dude, what do you, you don't need that many magazines. I had like, I want, uh, so I'm joking, like that I need to go in there and buy a bunch of them. I only had like three or four that I took from there. So I was like, dude, that's a lot. (laughs) A lot of dirty magazines, and he's like, "Yeah, but I got Variety." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you're like, you're like a preteen. You don't need a lot of variety. You got imagination. You got the Sears catalog and whatever else comes in the mail back then." Anyway, I just thought that was funny, and I'm not going to go back there <laughs> and repay because <laughs> I can't tell you how many I actually stole. So I'm not, and I'm not in a position like Dwayne Johnson, that can can go into a place and just throw down like $30. I'm not not at that financial position. Don't need to do it. Don't need to do it. Uh, But good for Dwayne Johnson. Again, I think that's a good thing to do. And it is a good example of, hey, we all make mistakes and we can all turn ourselves around. Now, that being said, stealing snicker bars isn't like stealing a freaking car. It's a lot different. That's why I say, like I said earlier, is some people's turn around, their U-turn is going to be a little bit more difficult than others. So stealing snicker bars, not that big of a deal. Drake and DJ Khalid are toilet snobs. They are. In fact, Drake decided to give DJ Khalid four luxury toilets for his 47th birthday. And it is a nice-looking toilet. These toilets by Toto... Google search Toto toilets and you'll see what I'm talking about. Some of these look really cool and some of them are super ass expensive. And I'm guessing the one he has is right around $15,000 unless there's another one that's higher price that I didn't, I didn't see, but it doesn't have a water tank that you can see. I, I'd like to see the innards and see how it works just because, you know, I have to fix my own toilets here. I'm not like Drake, who could probably just hire somebody like to do toilet maintenance for him. Hey, this toilet's clogged. Can you unclog it? I'm a hip hop star. I don't unclog my own toilets. Anyway. So it, it it is interesting. I think one way that they described it was like when they're trying to be over like, you know, sophisticated on how they're describing the design of the toilet. They're like, it's like a master. Potter threw down a, a hunk of clay on the on the spinning wheel and created this luxurious mound of toilet or whatever the fuck they said. But it, it looks cool. It's not like your typical toilet. I could never imagine spending like eleven thousand to fifteen thousand dollars on a toilet. That's ridiculous. But these guys have disposable income. They got so much money, it's ridiculous. So I get it. That's that's just what they can do. That's like finding pennies in your couch. They're like, yeah, here, here's a total of like $60,000 for some toilets for DJ Khalid's birthday. All right. And it's cool, though. I mean, you, if, if you could afford it, you would probably buy one, right? But the thing is, the majority of us can't even wrap our heads around buying something like this. And so I tweeted that out. I said, would you spend... on this toilet? And these are the responses. This comes in from Yikes on Twitter. He said, is that where Mark Schlereth lays the wood? Mark Schlereth, former Denver Bronco, legendary broadcaster, former co-worker of mine, he used to go to the bathroom, I want to say, like every 30 to 45 minutes in poop, constantly. Sorry, (laughs) I'm telling you this constantly going to the bathroom it's disgusting and worrisome but yeah so what i responded to yikes was saying yeah if it is you better have insurance because stink is gonna wear that thing out by the way if you're new to the program mark Schlereth, his nickname is stink and we can get into that another time but mike rose wrote in i'd pay eight dollars to use that thing looks plush Yeah, I I could see that, Mike, more than I could actually spending a whole shit ton of money on it. Eight bucks? Yeah. Yeah, just to say I did. Be like, hey, guys, guess what I did today? (laughs) That'd be like the highlight of my week. Boy, I'm still riding high. Why? What'd you do? Oh, I, I, you know, I pooped on a luxury toilet. (gasps) What? All the guys gather around and be like, tell us more. What was it like? Was the seat warm? (laughs) Was it warm? Yes, in a good way. And boy, it had a nice little vibrating uh, seat. And oh, the bidet, oh, the bidet. How much did you pay for that? Like a a couple hundred bucks? No, only eight. (gasps) That's a hell of a deal. That's a hell of a deal. (laughs) Geoff. otherwise known as Jeff, wrote in, yes, sir, I would, in regards to paying $11,000 for that. He said, I would, and then after a nice warm bedane, I would dry my ass with $50 bills, then flush them. <laughs> That's right, Jeff. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Give me another 50 honey. <laughs> I shouldn't have ate that Taco Bell. Because you know rich people eat Taco Bell all the time. Stephen in Denver wrote in maybe if I lived in that sleeper house up in Genesee that's that that spaceship looking house off of i-70 if you if you're wondering what this I didn't realize it was the sleeper house until Steve Steven wrote that in and I had to Google that and I'm like oh that's what it's called everybody I know just calls it the spaceship house but uh, it's not it looks nice when you Google that sleeper house up in Genesee Andy Hewitt Wrote in, would, uh, would love to have the resources to shit in that device. <laughs> I know, Andy, so would I. Just to say I did, that's where that eight, when he says like spending eight bucks, who was that? That was Mike. When Mike said to that he would spend eight bucks to poop in that, like, yeah, I know it sounds gross, but that's not that bad. Just to say you did. If it was like a, a eleven to $15,000 toilet, yeah, why not? Why not? Now, that somebody sent me in this other toilet that is pretty expensive. They didn't say how much it was, but it's got to be up there as far as price goes. It's a Darth Vader toilet. It looks awesome. It's solid black, shiny, obviously, and it looks like Darth Vader. They have a, on the back where the tank is, is like those are, that's his body and his shoulder and then he has a little Darth Vader head on the top. And then the the toilet is must be his junk. <laughs> You're just sitting on his weirdly shaped crotch. <laughs> that's what it, now that I look at it, that's what it looks like. Anyway, I tweeted that out. And Reverend Matthew Cod wrote in, The lesser known Sith Lord, Darth Sidious. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, by the way, DJ Khalid also began renting out his shoe closet for fans so they could stay in, in it, like in this cl- shoe closet, like they could stay overnight via Airbnb. And it, you, the booking's closed now, so you can't do it. But it was only $11 a night. And that's kind of a neat thing. And I guess he has a legendary shoe collection. Again, rich people problems, man. They, they just have, I don't have enough room for all of my shoes. <laughs> anyway, this is what he said. Sneakers have always been a major part of my life. Now, in honor of my upcoming We The Best Air Jordan 5 collection drop, I'm grateful for the opportunity to invite guests to kick, kick it in my sneaker kingdom. And I was looking at the pictures. I'm like, dude, he has a shit ton of sneakers. Now, what's annoying about that is like you buy the sneakers and then you, do you even wear them? Do you wear them once? I just can't imagine. I Again, I guess that's two different financial situations. I just can't imagine having that kind of money to buy sneakers and just never wearing them. My wife gets mad at me because I buy sneakers and then I don't wear anything else until they fall apart. Then all of a sudden I'm like, well... My, my foot looks like it's like it's talking because the sole is, is detached or some shit like that. Then I got to go run over to Kohl's and find the cheapest pair. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm super fucking cheap, which is funny and also annoying. All right. On the other side of this, we're going to get into how things can get way out of control very fast on social media. And it's kind of funny. Kind of funny. That's coming up next. First, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. doesn't matter how the safety is scored. What you need to do is root for chaos, and you could possibly win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Shelly Majors, GM of the Blake Street Tavern. Call me at 303-675-0505 to book your holiday party. We'll customize your menu, wait on you, and give you gifts of frankincense and myrrh, which reminds me, what the hell is frankincense and myrrh? It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, so yesterday I was on, I think it was Facebook, and just randomly this this picture of a soccer player showed up. Christian Pulisic? Listen, I don't follow soccer, so I sound like an idiot, which is true, but I also don't follow soccer, so I don't know if that's how you say his name. He's the guy that scored the game-winning goal against Iran for the United States and helped them advance. And While doing so, he got severely injured in his nuts. And he had to leave the game and they rushed him to the hospital. Well, somebody had created what looked like an actual quote from him. It's a picture of him right along with a quote next to it. And it's done very nicely. They did a really good job creating this so much so that I quickly just downloaded it. And then I just tweeted it out on my Twitter account at the Huff, not thinking anything of it. I was like, this is a funny quote can't believe he said that. This is what the quote said, and then I'll tell you what happened after that. After the goal, I got hit hard in the coin purse while they were checking me out. I pissed red, white and blue. I looked up at the trainers and asked, "USA?" And they said, "No, internal bleeding." And that's when they rushed me to the hospital. <laughs> right? So I'm thinking like, did what the way they presented this And they don't say it's a joke, right? It just, like, it comes off as like, yeah, he probably said that. And to be honest, if he said that, that would be fucking hilarious. Hilarious. So I post that on Twitter. And I'm going to pull this up on my Twitter account. Because it's going crazy over there on Twitter. I posted that yesterday. And all I put on there... As far as text goes, was America, <laughs> right? That's it. That's all I put. As of this morning, as of right now, and it hasn't even been. It's been up for 23 hours right now. It has over 3,184 3, likes, been retweeted three hundred seventy times, and that number is just going to go up and up and up as the day goes on. And what's funny is I had somebody from the local media, uh, Denver sports media text me like, dude, that, that is a hilarious quote. Where'd you get it from? Is it real? I'm like, I don't know. I just found it on Facebook. I said, it's probably not, but it should be real. Right. And he's all, yeah, it's probably not, but you know, whatever So I did some digging, and of course, it's not real. It came from an actual parody account, the sports memery, (laughs) and that's what they do. They just... Now, I'll say this. like Their stuff is really funny, and they do a good job, but you can't tell it's fake. You can't tell it's fake until you go to their Twitter account and look at their profile, and you read that... Everything that they post is a parody. But when you look at their pictures just by themselves, it looks like legit quotes. Now, most people aren't going to follow up and continue to do some research and figure out if that's true or not. Now, on the picture, because when I save the picture by itself, it does have that little bug that you can put on there with your at the sports memory or at DeHuff or whatever to say that it's yours. They did such a good job hiding that on on the player's shirt. You can't tell that it's there. So I have all these people commenting on this, saying this is the best quote. This is going to get me to watch soccer. This guy is a stud. And very few people of the people responding are saying Oh, I wish this was true. There's a few people out there saying that. The majority of the people responding are saying this are essentially saying the same thing. This is a great quote. This guy's the best. What a stud. Oh my god, i I love this guy even more now. They're not doing the research. They're assuming that it's it's um it's true. Now, part of that is it's coming from me. And they're assuming it's true because I posted it. Now I ended up responding saying, Hey, by the way, I wish this was true, but it's actually just a, a funny meme from these guys. See, I'm still getting them in there. It's still pouring in. This is such a crazy thing. This is the closest thing I, I'm getting to viral as of late. Now it's at 3,216 likes, uh, 339 retweets, 34 quoted tweets, and that, Jesus Christ, it's just gonna, we'll see what it's like by the end of this podcast. But what I'm saying is, what's interesting, and I've said this before, and this is a great example of it, of the pros and cons of social media. The con being that if something is presented in a very polished way, like this, this, this quote, it's a nice picture, it's nothing silly. And the way they wrote this out, they put like a, the quote markers, the quotation mark at the top, like a lot of sports entities do like Fox and ESPN and stuff. And then they, they put the, the alleged quote there. And then at the end, it says Christian, uh, Pollux, whatever his fucking name is. Sorry. And then After getting uh, some possible kidney damage. It looks fucking real. And this is how easy it is for things to spread. Like wildfire. It's all about presentation. And it is going nuts. There is enough people. Even if it was 20% that believed it and then the other 80% didn't. There's still 20% of people out there that look at that and go... Dude, that shit's legit. But I guarantee you, without doing any research, because I don't know how I would, because a lot of people won't admit this, but how many people read that and assumed it was real? I had media members asking me if it was because they fell for the same thing. The presentation is spot on. And it's just so troubling that it really kind of takes us back to all the shit that we've ever dealt with with the media and how it's very easy to spread stuff without all the information. Because we're all bad at it, or at least most of us are, myself included, at not getting the full answers. And we just move forward with, that's what I saw, so it's true. And I'm partly to blame on this because I downloaded it. I thought it was great. Uh, funny and i posted it on another uh platform and it just went off like wildfire so i'm partly the blame for that for not doing the research on it it's just it's just interesting so whenever you see something like that the the sports uh memery they're on facebook too i don't know if they're on uh instagram or not but what's interesting is when you see one that is like you're not really sure, like is that could be a legit thing. Like we used to do this at the radio station. If somebody left their Facebook account up and they left the room, we would hack I, you, you say hack, but it was already up, but you would just write a a status for them that the best ones were where you can't tell if it's real or fake, and that's what this one is. Like there'd be times where I would say, I really wish they would come out with sweet home, Alabama too, or something like that. Be like, Oh, I really wish it would. That I just, that is it's my guilty pleasure is watching that. And like people, people would be like, really, <laughs> really? Cause it's not like over the top saying like, I like Dick <laughs> Be like Carl, do you? That's okay. Uh, but so when it's presented in a way where it's not way too over the top and it's just presented like this, you're just like, I can't tell. It's just interesting. Just keep your eyes open for stuff like that because it's it's kind of funny. It's interesting because I, I would put money on that the majority of the people that have liked this and retweeted it believe it to be true. Even though it says the name of the the entity that created this meme and then if you follow it back to the, the origin of it, you see it's a parody account. But not many people are going to go do that. I didn't do that at first until I started checking my Twitter. And I'm like, oh, geez, a lot of people think this is funny. And then I started getting you know texts from people in Denver media. And, and I'm like, I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> I, I assumed it was. Anyway, it's just interesting. Go check it out maybe I'll post it on my Facebook account too. And uh, I'll, I'll tag those people in there. Like they have like a, only a thousand last I checked only like a thousand people on Twitter that like that account. And I'm curious if they're going to start exploding because they do such a good job at, at making those. But anyway, just an interesting thing to keep an eye out for. And again, it proves my point. If things are presented well, People will believe it, regardless of fact-checking. We don't fact-check. They hide the the sports memery bug very well on that picture, but it's a parody account. And I fell for it. I'm I'm not really ashamed about it. I just say it's more funny. And that should be what I can take away from this meme is that's the way athletes should be talking. Because if he actually said that, Do you know how fucking pumped up people would be for the next match? Oh my God, they'd be so jacked up. They'd be like, that that guy's my favorite. You'd be, you know, people would be going out buying uh, jerseys. Are they jerseys or kits? Whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. But anyway, I just, it's just interesting. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Truly, truly appreciate it. Hopefully you laughed a little bit today. Uh, Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's to Huff Uncensored. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.